0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit
1: www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
2: Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm your host, Kiki, and I'm here in the studio with my co-host and fill-in producer, though no one could fill Will's shoes. He could not be here. My fill-in producer and my co-host, Sean from Magnitude Cosplay. Hello,
1: everybody. How are we doing today?
2: Oh, probably a lot better than the last time we were in here where we all lost our minds. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> as I'm sure you all heard in the previous episode. Um, but uh yeah, we have a fabulous guest who's joining us over the phone today. And uh so please welcome to the studio a cosplayer from uh from Michigan, uh Karen from Rinia Cosplay. Welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thanks for having me.
2: Uh so you are not only um a cosplayer but you're also a photographer and a seamstress is that right? I am. Yep. <laughs> cool. Well, we will definitely be touching on both of those things later. I'm really really excited to talk to mm-hmm. someone who's like as into cosplay and photography. You seem to be really present in both of those areas. Um so I'm I'm really excited to talk about that. But I want to ask you about your cosplay name. So Rinia, where did that come from?
0: Um, I spent a really, really, really long time trying to figure out a cosplay name um, because I didn't necessarily want to just be like Karen Cosplay. It's, you know, kind of boring. And um, even though my name is spelled a little bit differently than normal, it just wasn't, I don't know. And pretty much everything I have has to do with butterflies. And I actually recently changed my photography name to have to do with butterflies. But when I was finding a cosplay name, I was like, I don't want it to have to do with butterflies. So a nickname that I had in high school was Rin. So that's the first, like, three letters of it. And then my middle initial is E, and my last initial is A, and I just kind of, like, smashed them together. And I was like, well, this isn't a real word. This sounds cool.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's very much like a name that you would give an elf in a fantasy novel. I like it a lot.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like different. People are like, oh, does it mean something in Japanese? And I'm like, no, no. it's just letters.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's me. It represents me. <laughs> um, so if you are uh, following along on Instagram while we interview uh, Karen, then you can find her on Instagram at Rinnea Karen. That's R Y N E A so. K R Y N. K A R. K A. Oh, I'm sorry. I, was I said say, K. I And then in my mind, it was K and A split up. So, yeah. sorry, K-A-R-Y-S.
1: This this is the Wheel of Fortune episode where we have to buy our vowels. (laughs)
2: Exactly. I could only afford two. All right. (laughs) Uh, And your photography page is, uh, could you tell us the Instagram for your photography page?
0: It's butterflywings.photo.
1: Butterflywings.photo. photo. And you yep. mentioned, too, that you changed that. I think I saw you change it within the past month or so, right, or past few months?
0: Yeah, it's been about a month or two. Um, I was running off photography as well because when I started photography, I wasn't really planning on, like, making money off of it or doing it. And that, like, a lot, I was just kind of like, well, my friends need some pictures. Um, and then I bought a really expensive camera, so I decided that I needed to kind of make some of the money back from that. <laughs> and as I, like, handed out my cards and stuff, People didn't really know how to pronounce it. People had a hard time remembering it because it's not a real word. So I just wanted to go with something that was like a little bit easier to remember. And then also if I branch out away from cosplay photography and do like senior photos and stuff, I wanted something that sounded a little bit more like professional and normal, I guess.
2: Yeah, more accessible mm-hmm. to the everyday person. Yeah, know, for sure. <laughs> um, so what was your uh, what was your first cosplay? And how did all of My that go?
0: <laughs> My first cosplay was Ashley from Loreal Wear. Um, I've Ooh. always said that I'm going to remake that cosplay because it was an absolute disaster. Uh, it was a red dress that I bought from Old Navy that I used hem tape to attach some orange fabric to. Um, but I absolutely loved that cosplay, and I wore it for almost a year in that terrible condition before I decided to retire her.
1: For the record, I would love to see that brought back because I love me some Warrior Wear. Um, <laughs> the newest one was not my thing. I found it uh, on clearance at a GameStop about a week ago, and I beat it in about ninety minutes. Would not recommend. Uh,
0: yeah, I bought it the day it came out, full price, and Ooh. I think I played it for a total of an hour.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird because I don't see all the other games that came out back when the series was first starting up. I don't see them as having been that much longer back then either, but it feels like they were and I don't know why. Um Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they had more of like a completionist aspect to them where you had more drive to actually try and unlock all of the micro games, whereas this one just doesn't have that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel that.
2: So this is not – this is definitely not the last video game cosplay you've done because you do – holy goodness. I've seen like <laughs> even just a cursory glance at your Instagram and you, and I think the first cosplay I remember meeting you in was a video game cosplay as well. It was Monica from Doki Doki.
0: Uh, Probably. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
2: um, but you – so what draws you to video game characters in particular more than – or – more than or as much as any other characters?
0: Um, I guess I kind of always, like, grew up on video games. Um, I've been playing Mortal Kombat my whole life. Like, um, my dad would be like, hey, you know, let me beat you at Mortal Kombat. So, like, you know, from a young age, I was like, I got to get good at video games. I got to beat my dad. So (laughs) I've just, like, always played them. And when I was in high school, I was kind of like, edgy, and I was like, anime sucks, and I hate anime, and so I actually didn't watch a single anime until I was in my 20s, so when I started cosplaying, which was also actually in my 20s, I just kind of was drawn more towards video games, because that's, I guess, what I connect to more, and I do like anime now, and I watch anime, and like, right now I'm just sitting here staring at my anime DVD collection, but I'm still just always drawn back to the video game genre. Because I I think it's more interactive, and I like that.
1: Is there a genre in particular that you find yourself drawn to most?
0: Uh, For playing, like, JRPGs. I just love a good, long, story-based JRPG.
1: Definitely fair.
2: Yeah. Uh, And going through, I can see... um, Going through all of your photos, I can see sort of the influence that photography has in the way that you yourself pose for photos and uh, you seem to really know all the angles um how how else do you think that um photography has influenced your cosplay or vice versa
0: um I think that photography has influenced my cosplay because like a lot of times you'll see cosplayers be like oh I want to pose over here and it's like the really like crappiest lit kind of place and like I know now when I'm cosplaying, like, oh, we can't pose there. Like, the lighting's bad. Or, you know, we can't do here. There's weird shadows and stuff like that. Unless the photographer has lights and things like that. Um, And, yeah, like, just knowing the angle. Like, seeing what I see through my lens, I know what's going to look good for me posing, too. Um, And I guess, like, me cosplaying has influenced my photography because... I shot with some photographers that made me uncomfortable or like just didn't really know how to pose me or made me feel awkward or didn't like talk to me enough. So I really try to like, when I'm shooting, make cast player feel comfortable. Um, I never force them to do a pose. If I'm like, Hey, will you try this? And they're like, no, I don't act like, Oh, well just try it. I know what looks good. I'm like, okay, well, what would you like to try? So I want it to really be collaborative and on both sides of the camera.
2: That's really valuable for sure. Being, having those skills is, is a really valuable asset. And I'm sure it's, um, it, like you, you mentioned wanting to branch out and do other forms of photography, not just, you know, cosplay. And I'm sure that'll come in handy with, you know, people who aren't used to posing in front of a camera in costumes all the time. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Fabulous. Um, you, so which, which is your favorite, Part of working on a cosplay, whether it you know sewing or um, research or wigs or what's what's your favorite part of working on a cosplay?
0: Um, well, it's definitely not wigs. I absolutely <laughs> hate doing wigs, and if I could pay somebody to style every single one of my wigs, if I could afford that, I absolutely would. Um, I think that it's like making weird costumes and weird shapes come to life. Like when I looked at Lulu um, from Final Fantasy X if you look at her in the game, her like sleeves are not actually attached to the rest of her dress. And I was like, I really want that illusion, but also I don't want it to just be held up with elastic. Cause then they're going to fall. They're going to be all over the place. So just kind of figuring out like how I could make it the least attached and still have that like weird floating on my body illusion. So like just doing weird stuff like that, I think is kind of fun.
2: No, absolutely. And, and that, you really pulled off that look, by the way. It looks very sort of ethereal. Mm-hmm. As, ethereal oh, as, as ethereal as as ethereal someone dressed in all black with a bunch of belts can look. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, uh, if I, this is just off the top of my head, um, what kind of, I think we, we talked about this a little bit earlier, what kind of video games do you enjoy cosplaying from the most? Because um, I've noticed there's a there's a good variety. There's JRPGs, there's, you know, WarioWare.
1: There's FPSs. I think I saw your tr- Tracer again pop up on my feed not too long ago. Uh,
2: Puyo Puyo Tetris. I am so stoked. I'm so excited for that. To see your Ringo at uh, Yoma. I love me some Puyo Puyo.
0: I'm so excited for her. Um, her, I think, like, that's really a hard question to answer because I do cosplay stuff that's kind of all over the place. Like you look at Monica from Doki Doki literature club and it's like this weird dating sim. And then you look at like my persona five cosplays and those are kind of a JRPG. And then you look at overwatch and you have like an FPS. Um, I guess I would say like, I really like overwatch designs. I think that blizzard does a great job. Um, So my tracer cosplay, even though I didn't make it's actually my favorite cosplay. So I guess I would say like Overwatch stuff because I'm actually working on another Overwatch cosplay right now. Um, I'm gonna do Ash for Yomacon.
2: Nice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Um. Uh, oh, and I just my brain just blanked out. But um, <laughs> what uh, what are some of your favorite experiences you've had in cosplay or related to cosplay?
0: I would say the absolute best experience I ever had is last summer we had a full group from the podcast The Adventure Zone and that podcast is pretty big. It's pretty popular. I mean it's not critical role popular but like it's getting there and it was me and all of my best friends and we had a full group and just like squad walking through the con and seeing the amount of people that like came over and talked to us and like recognize us and stuff. Like, I think that was the coolest experience. That's the only actual like full cosplay group I've ever had for something. It was my favorite podcast, something that I'm obsessed with. And it was all of my best friends.
2: That's like the dream, really. (laughs) It's just living the dream, doing what you love with all your friends. Super cool. Um, Going off of that, what's your favorite uh, convention that you've been to?
0: I think YetiCon, which is really weird because I go to that convention as a vacation, but I think that's why it's my favorite. Um, I don't look photo shoots there. I barely even cosplay there. It's just like this big party up in Canada in the mountains, and it's still an anime convention, and it's still a bunch of nerds and geeks and stuff, but it's just party time.
1: (laughs) So that convention has really been making their rounds the past few months or so, just because I think people are starting to see it as an alternative to ColossalCon. Is that, is that something that, like, do you kind, do you agree with that take, essentially?
0: I don't, actually. Okay. Um, because one of the big things about ColossalCon is the water park and taking pictures in the water park and, like, late night swim. And last year they added, like, the rave in the water park after dark and Um, I didn't go to that, but, like, YetiCon has a couple pools, and then they have, like, a splash pad for kids. So they definitely don't have that water park aesthetic, and it doesn't really lend itself to swimsuit cosplays. Uh, It's got this, like, cute little village that's really fun to, like, hang out in and go shopping and stuff, and there's, like, a zipline. But I I don't see it as a Colossal alternative, actually.
1: Okay. Okay. That's fair. I um. What was I gonna say? I. Th- it's weird too because I honestly hadn't even heard of the convention of YetiCon until probably April or May, and I could definitely see there were some people starting to like switch. So it's
0: mm-hmm.
1: interesting seeing that con- that convention kind of like weighed itself over into the United States, um, and because you don't have a ton of. International conventions, i.e. Canadian conventions that are doing that. Like, the only other one I can think of that people I know attend would probably be Anime North.
2: I don't know. There's... Yeah. I know a handful of people who go to, like, Toronto, like, Fan Expo. Right. Um, Yeah. And so, there are a few other... Th- like, Windsor. Uh, yeah. That kind that's of stuff. Right. So... But um, would you... I don't know. I kind of think it, it comes across to me like ColossalCon Con is almost like the con of your college and 20s. Like Colossal Con is the con of your 20s and Yeti Con seems like the con of your 30s. <laughs> Which I kind of feel that. Yeah, I, like, I, that yeah.
0: definitely makes sense. I guess I would say the other big difference too, and this may change because uh, I found out last year and we went, Yeti Con's only in its third year. So like I've gone two years, I've gone two thirds of the year. It's actually happening. Yeah. Um, oh. But they have, they don't book voice actor guests. So the guests that they book are like big name cosplayers. And then they have like the Hyper Potion. So like people who do music and like video games and stuff. So if you're looking for that, like, oh, I really want to meet my favorite voice actors and get autographed. They didn't have that at all, too. So I guess that's another big difference.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I had heard of it last year, but I didn't know. I knew like I think I personally knew about. Two people who went, and one of them was a photographer. <laughs> and then this year, I knew a lot more people who, again, more like more of my older friends who went. Just and and it seems like just a really chill time. Like I, I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head with it being a vacation con.
0: Yeah, like if you want to play putt putt golf and go ziplining and like do a ropes course, then yeah, it's the con for you.
2: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so. Uh, Back on the cosplay track, what is your dream cosplay and have you already done it or is it something that you think could be in the near future for you?
0: I think my dream cosplays were honestly Tracer and Lulu and I did both of them. (laughs) Heck
2: yes. Woo. Uh, What was what was the most rewarding part about putting those specifically together?
0: Um, I, for Tracer, like, I just felt like Tracer, I don't know, I love her, I connect a lot to her character, like, I love, um, like, I myself am not gay, but like, when she was the first character to be gay in Overwatch, I was like, yeah, this is amazing, this is cool, and like, I don't know, like, something about when Overwatch first came out, I was like, yeah, that character, I love her, <laughs> um, so just, that was really cool to, like, feel that, Um, and then for Lulu, I think it was the accomplishment of what I did with that cosplay. Like I completely reworked a wedding dress pattern to do that. I hand dyed all the lace that I put on the bottom. Um, I made a corset, uh, which was only, I think that's, yeah, it was only the second corset I made. Um, and I reworked a pattern to do that one as well. So just kind of all the weird stuff that I had never done before that I did for that cosplay.
2: Yeah, that's that's an incredible amount of work. So kudos. Yeah, she
0: she was a lot of work and I made her in a month. Uh Ooh. I bought the materials about nine months before I started her, and I was like, I'm gonna work on this really slow, it's gonna be perfect. And then I was like, oh crap, the con I'm wearing her for is in a month.
2: Yeah, whoops. Whoops. <laughs> that definitely that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um when uh when did you get into photography going back to that
0: um so my dad was a photographer all through my high school years and stuff like that so i always kind of played around with his camera and i want to say it was about 3 years ago um i borrowed my brother's camera just to like go to a cosplay photo shoot cuz i was like hey just I want to do this. So let me borrow your camera. And, and then I was like, you know what? I really kind of like this and I think I want to stick with it. And so then I decided to buy my own and just kind of go
2: with it. That's that can be the best way to get into something like that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, So that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. That's so recent. It's, it's fun picking up a new hobby that, you know, maybe you didn't do when you were younger. So yeah.
0: And I already have like a, a lot of knowledge of like, Lights and focal points and how cameras worked because, like I said, I always just kind of played with my dad's all through middle school Mm -hmm. and high school, so I already just like knew about cameras,
2: right? And now you got to put all that to use, yeah. Cool. Um, if you oh, here's a question uh, going back to the I know I'm sort of like all over the place, I'm so sorry. Um, that's okay. Going back to the dream cosplay, if you had a dream group, okay. Maybe you've already done it because that experience with the, the Adventure Zone seemed really rad. It seemed up there. It seemed like it's really far <laughs> up there. Aside from that, do you have a dream group cosplay that you would want to do? I do. Um, I
0: have wanted to do a Wear group since I started cosplaying.
2: <laughs> Sean, is that something you'd be interested in?
1: Honestly, yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I, me, I could see myself most being Jimmy T. I think I think I was would... gonna
0: say the same thing. <laughs> hey, um,
1: <laughs> um, Kirsten, you're familiar with Warrior and all that. Right? Sure, yes, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. She's definitely
2: sure. Like... I'm definitely not rapidly googling it right now.
1: <laughs> uh, so Jimmy T is a very tall and very funky disco man. Oh, that's you. He's like the second or third set of micro games that you unlock. Uh, And I am both very tall and very funky and a very (laughs) disco man. So, Well, yeah. yeah,
0: if I like had at least one or two other people to do some sort of WarioWare group, I would definitely remake Ashley.
1: I feel like a WarioWare group would have either some really simple cosplays like you would have Wario. Jimmy T, Mona, Ashley. And then you have some of the tougher ones to do that. I don't even know how you could do it. Like Dr. Krygor, Orbilon, Dribble and Spitz. Um, so that would really be an interesting group to mm-hmm. put together.
0: Orbilon would be so cool if somebody actually cosplayed him.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Um, we need to start wrapping up, but um, we have two more questions for you. Um, first of all, hang on. Uh, first of all, I need to pick, or Sean needs to pick, a number... Yellow. Great. That's really helpful, Sean. <laughs> you picked yellow. Let's see. Red, orange, yellow. That is number three. I'm good Congratulations. with that. Uh, so <laughs> if you could spend the day with any of the characters you've cosplayed, who would you want to spend the day with and why? If I
0: could spend the day with any character that I cosplayed, Um, I think, you know, this is going to go back to the same thing I said over and over and over again. I think it would be Tracer. I mean, like, she's British and she's a superhero. So, like, she just seems really cool.
2: That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Uh, We do have one more question, which is, if you could give any advice to a beginning cosplayer, what would you give them?
0: Don't be afraid to try new things. Um, I was terrified of armor making. I've been cosplaying for five years, six years. I'd have to count my Yom Con badges. And I have never even touched Eva foam other than like just making a little thing that's on a costume or something like that. And I just made a full like arm of armor using a tutorial and a pattern and things like that. But that's totally Okay. And I'm really impressed with how it came out Um, and kind of the same thing. Like I was scared of corsets and now I'm like, you know what? Corsets are really cool and I could sew these all the time, but I don't have enough reason to make them. So like sometimes when you try new things, like it's surprising what you actually can do.
2: No, absolutely. It's, it can be utterly terrifying. Like I remember the first time that I worked with um, just craft foam and making mm-hmm. lo- just, just, I was so terrified to just cut craft foam because what if I make a mistake? <laughs> and I was terrified to cut anything off of a wig because what if I make a mistake? But, right. Yeah. How else do you learn?
1: I think, um, I think, you know, doing new things with a cosplay and whatnot, I think it can be terrifying, even if you're a rather seasoned cosplayer. Like, I think all of us here are on the line, because there's always that fear of, oh God, what if I mess this up? There's mm-hmm. the trial and error aspect. Uh, but really, kind of what I found from day one, and maybe, maybe you agree, I- I'm not sure, is that just getting in the mindset of just diving right in and trying to put all that aside is really the best way to go about it. Just, because if you don't, then how are you going to learn what you're good at?
0: Yeah, and that's what makes it fun. And then if you do something new, you feel more accomplished than, like, if all you make is school uniforms and you're like, I can go with school uniform perfect, but I can't do anything else. Like, maybe that's fun for you, but that wouldn't really be fun for me.
1: Right.
2: No, oh, some solid advice mm-hmm. there. Try new things. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, would you remind everybody where we can find your cosplay and your photography
0: yeah um on facebook i can be found under Rinia cosplay which is r-y-n-e-a or butterfly wings photography uh, and then on instagram it's rinnea karen r-y-n-e-a k-a-r-y-n all like one word or butterfly wings dot photo
1: all right. Excellent. And Sean, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Magnitude Cosplay, all one word, no caps, no spaces. That's the Wi-Fi password um, <laughs> on Twitter. On Twitter, it's going to be at Magnitude Cos without the word play, because um, the last time I played basketball, that was when the incident of 2012 happened. And we don't talk about that.
2: Uh, false. It's because you're all cos and no play.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. And then what about you? Where can we find you on the internet?
2: On the internet. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise. You can find me on Facebook, um, Kiki Elise Cosplay. You can find Cosplay Confidential on Instagram where we feature all of the fabulous cosplayers from our show. You can find us on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential and Facebook Cosplay Confidential Podcast. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere that podcasts can be heard through the Podcast Detroit Network, where we are recording in beautiful Royal Oak, Michigan.
1: And for those of you listening, our uh, dark web server can be found at. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Sean. Yeah, of course.
2: Um, We are bummed that will couldn't be here so we love you will we miss you we hope you come back soon
1: i um i'm going to step in for will when we all sign off so i'll be signing off as two people today if that's okay
2: (laughs) okay that's fine all right so uh from cosplay confidential i'm kiki i'm sean i'm will and who are you i'm karen keep creating inspiring and sharing the love